possibility at Babby's house. house. I am your host, Babby Mason, and thank you so very much for joining me today. You know, the Bible says, I was glad when they said unto me, let us go into the house of the Lord. And you know, the word go is an action word. It's a verb, which means you've got to decide that you're going to get up, get out of bed, get your clothes on, get your coffee, get your toast, get your mind, get your Bible, get everything that you need to get ready to make your way to get to the house of the Lord. I'm a preacher's daughter, and I remember the old folks saying, when they testified, they would say something like, I pressed my way. I pressed my way to the house of God. And some days you just got to press your way on out and, and ask the Holy Spirit to give you the wherewithal, the strength, the mindset to complete and to do his will. Well, I'm so glad that you've joined me today. And my good friend, Bishop Jerry Grillo, is my very special guest today. And he is a major influence and a major influence in my life because he speaks as a mentor, as a leader, as a bishop, as a teacher, a preacher, a prophet. And he stirs up, you know, the, the Holy Spirit says that God will give us people that will stir us up, stir up the gift within us and help Amen. us to continue. And he has written a, a book called Survive to Thrive. And he is such a generous person that he is uh, giving that book away for free at his website. And his website is live it, the number two win, live it to win.com. Go to visit his website and get more information about his brand new, his book called Survive to Thrive. Well, let me welcome to Babby's house, my good friend, Bishop Jerry Grillo. My friend, how are you doing today? So good to have you back on the show. I'm doing good, thank you. I'm, I'm glad to be here. Always a thrill when I get invited to come to Babby's house. Yes, sir, and it's always a thrill to have you, my friend, because listen, when you come, you, you bring your wonderful personality, you, you bring your gifts and talents, but more than that, my friend, you bring a word you, you bring a word from the Lord that always stirs me up on the inside. And, you know, people like me, I'm a creative person, you know. Yes. I'm, I'm a writer. I'm a singer. I'm a teacher. And listen, we are what we eat. We are what we feed on. Oh, that's true. And you you always bring the best, uh, the best, the best revelation, the, the best inspiration, the best information. And <laughs> always got me something to write with oh, and something to write on. I've read many of your books. So I want, to, I want to continue to talk about your book called Survive to Thrive. And we were talking earlier that, you know, it's, it's not just about how you start. Right. It's not just about how you finish, but it's about how you continue. Yeah. The day-to-day, the mm. daily grind. You know, when, when mm -hmm. you start, everybody's mm -hmm. going to be with you. Yeah. Everybody's going to be for you. But, you know, when it's not happening as fast as you want and you, you run out of friends, you run out of money, you run out of ideas, you run out of, you know, you, you, you run out of stuff and people say, well, you know, I got something else I need to do. I'll catch up with you later. But when you have a vision, when you have a word, when you have an assignment 
that God has given you, you can't quit. And too many of us have quit before we began to see the fruit for our labor. So I want you to, let's talk about just continuing, continuing in the, in the call, in the assignment that God has given us. Uh, you know, talk about that. Talk about just being able to keep putting one foot in front of the other well, and continuing on the mission. Well, and you know, it's the biggest battle. The warfare for your future is how well you continue. Uh, God doesn't give you what you uh, desire. It doesn't give you what you want. I've learned this a long time ago. God doesn't give me what I pray for. God doesn't give me what I want. God releases what I can manage. <laughs> so. Wow. <laughs> That's good, Bishop. Yeah. He releases to us what we can manage. Yeah, because he's a good God. So what, what God does is to, he always puts into a situation timing. Now, you have to understand that you and I live in time. You and I, we have a beginning, we have a middle, we have an end. But in the kingdom, God doesn't work that way. The Bible said God works outside of time. Matter of fact, God, God created time as a circle. Time is a circle in the world of God. And you and I, we don't understand that because we live on linear time. That means we, we're, we're, we're clocking 28 minutes for a show. Uh, we get up in the morning to go to bed at night. So the Bible says that God evening and morning was the first day. You and I always live from morning to evening. So we have to understand then is that God is using the delayment of things in time to train you in your management of continuing so you can finish. That makes sense? Yeah. Yes, it does. So, so, the, so the battle, I remember a long time ago, you have to, you have to the, the greatest enemy to the continuing to your success is not your vision. It's, it's not even uh, a, a, an enemy. Your it's not even a person that opposes you. Your greatest enemy is gonna be you and, how you, and your feelings. Our, your feelings are lying to you sometimes. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Uh, they will lie to you. Your, your feelings have a voice. You know, the Bible said in Amos chapter 8, it says, Behold, the days are coming that there'll not be a famine of bread. There'll not be a famine of prosperity. He said there'll not be a famine of, of things that, you know, of water. He said, but there'll be a famine of hearing my word. Mm -hmm. and, and, and hearing is the ability to continue. You got, how well do you hear? Why? Because your feelings have a voice. See, and I had, I remember one time I was, uh, I, I, people were succeeding and I, it was taking, it seemed like everything in my life was a struggle. It's like I, I had a struggle to get through high school. I graduated 1.9 GPA. I was dyslexic. Uh, I graduated 12th grade reading eighth grade level. Okay. Uh, I struggled through marriage. I had a struggle through relationship. I had struggled. I went as a child, my mom and daddy go to a church and I was eight years old and a church leader and ended up becoming a, a child of uh, being molested for four years by a church leader. And I'll, I'll never forget this baby. I was sitting in a hotel room all by myself. Uh, somebody drives up in her brand new Mercedes. I see people younger than me succeeding faster than me. And it just, things were not going the way I thought or felt. They ought to, you know what I'm talking about? They ought to go for my life. And I know this is helping somebody. And I went back to my hotel room. My feelings, when, when your feelings get a hold of you, 
it, it robs you of a moment, okay? So instead of being able to go to the service and extracting something in a moment, my feelings of not feeling adequate, feel inferior. You know, Jesus didn't walk in inferior. They hated him because he was superior. I'm superior than how I feel, okay? And you're superior. You're not inferior, yes. okay, in the kingdom yes. of God. And I went to my hotel room and I fell on the floor and I began to cry. And here's what I began to cry. What's wrong with me? Where's my blessing? Why had I got mine? You, you, you ever been there, Babby? <laughs> yes, I have. I have, Bishop. Yeah, where's my harvest? Why do they have it? Why don't I have it? And the Holy Ghost came to me and he said, son, if you qualified for your future, you'd already be in it. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> That's good, Bishop. If you qualified, you'd already be in it. And he said, wow. and he said to me, he said, I'm not giving you what you want. If when I gave it to you, you can't manage it. That's right. He said, and so it's not the, 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 the issue is not how well I began. I had a supernatural beginning. I was supernaturally called. I was, uh, God called me through all that junk and all that mess. But then God puts time and time is where you got to continue. <laughs> See? And in that time, if Satan can't tear you down, he's going to try to wear you out. And wow, he's, and that's he's, good. And he's going to use your feelings. I had, yeah. I had feelings of insecurity. I had, uh, I didn't know how to be loved. I thought love was affirmation. I thought the way you, way you love me was to tell me, I thought love was verbal when love's not, a, was not verbal. Love is, is an action. Love is a decision. Uh, I went through a divorce in Bible school because I didn't know how to love, because I didn't know how to be loved. I didn't love me. You're never going to continue to your future until you love the person God made. <laughs> And that's you. You have to. You have to love you. I had to love me. I had to learn to like me by myself. I had to. And so, continuing is the warfare. It's not how well you begin. The battle for your success is how you continue. The Bible says in Genesis 26 that Isaac began to prosper. Beginnings, right? And he continued to prosper. So both of these live in resource. My, my, my beginning is, is connecting me to resource. My battle in continuing is training me in resource. But the Bible said, until he became. I, I'm, I'm continuing in where I am so I can become, oh good God, I feel a word of God on me, baby, who I can be, who I am called to be. Yes. See, and, my, and, the, and the enemy is fighting me in my resource, knowing that if I ever hit the until button and become what I'm called to be, I'll move from resource to divine source in the earth. And when, you, when God begins to give you the power of the source, now you're the resource to everybody in your world. Woo! 
glory to that's God. That's right, that's right, My that's right. God, I feel a Holy Ghost on me right now. Somebody watching me, you've been in a battle, you want to quit, you felt like giving up, you want to throw in the towel, and God said, if you could just get through 24 more hours, I'm going to move you from the continuing battle until, yes. you know, there's three words you ought to write down, think, be, do. Think, be, do. This is a formula for success. Think, be, do. Let me break it down. Develop, listen, discovery, develop, deploy. <laughs> my, everything in my world that's fighting me into continuing is in my mind. My mind. The mm -hmm. As a man think it, so shall he be. Yes, right. Everything that happens in your world's got to take two paths. You're going to take two paths. Okay? You're either going to take the path of a memory or the path of creativity. See, the Bible said in Jeremiah 6, 16, it says, find the old path, the good path. And then it, it just says, when you find it, then walk there in it. It's an instruction that you cannot succeed crying about things you must do. Okay? Think, be, do. I have to discover. If I take the path of creativity and the path of learning in a situation, then I'm going to discover. There's something I'm not discovering in my today that's keeping me imprisoned to my certain situation. Hell knows this. And so, but if I can continue, if I wake up every day and keep trying, if I wake up, keep studying, if I keep sowing, it's how well do you manage your measure? How well do you manage your measure? It's all about management. My continuing is, is training my management skill. Does that make sense, Babby? Am I making sense in this? You are making perfect sense. Listen, Bishop, as you're, as you're speaking, I'm reminded of that there is no, there, there's no condition to God's plan. There's no condition to his assignment on your life. And somebody may be watching today. They're saying, you know, I had an assignment, but uh, I'm, I'm older now. Um, I think God's, God, God's assignment for me has expired. Can you speak to that person and just remind them that there's no expiration date no. on God's plan for your no, life. Because God's outside of time. God doesn't live in time. You, God, you have to understand you live in time. God lives in timing. Time. time wow. Time. <laughs> timing. And here's the problem. Time has to chronologically work itself out. I ever heard this word called kairos. What is kairos? A kairos moment is when timing steps in time. <laughs> Good God. That's good. I, I, I'm continuing. I'm continuing in time. See? And, and in time, things feel delayed. In time, I'm fighting feelings. In time, I have to get up. I have to study. In time, because time is chronologically walking a linear line. But God's time is a circle. See, because time started in God, time finished in God. And when God created time, he created it finished before he started it. Oh, good God about <laughs> See, because the Bible said the end of a thing is from it's beginning. So we have to yes. understand in Ecclesiastes the quantum physics of the Bible. The, if you want to know the quantum physics of the Bible, you go to 
Ecclesiastes chapter 3, where it says to everything there is a season, and every season there is a time and a purpose. So every season has time in it, and every season has purpose in it. And the battle to purpose in time is you must continue. You cannot quit. You cannot give up. See, you must yes. know that God has a season, and a yes. season is defined by purpose, and time is how you and I, you and I control how we act in time so we can hook up with the God of timing. Oh, good God, I feel a, a sequential movement. At 20, this next year that's coming in your life is going to be the year of gold. We had the, we had the 2020, we had the 20, I mean, ne the next year in your season is the year of grandeur and gold because you've continued. You didn't quit. Yes. You didn't give yes. up. You didn't, you, you, you went to counseling. You went to marriage. You got in the Word. See, because the Bible said, in, in the, it says that God hid eternity in the heart. It says Ecclesiastes three. It said God hid eternity in the hearts of men. What does that mean? That means that God hid timing in time. <laughs> Good God. The Bible said in, in uh, Corinthians, it said that the hidden mysteries of God, God hid. There's something hidden in time waiting for timing to manifest it. <laughs> I hope I get to yes. See, so he's, Yes, no, we got you. We, we're tracking with you. So a 400 billion, 400 million seeds swam in your mama's birth canal, in, your, in the womb of your mom. See, you're not an accident. You're not a mistake. You're a, you're a divine miracle. How do you know that? Because wow. God hid eternity. So out of 400 million seeds in your mom, I don't care how old you are, swimming, only one of those seeds God hid eternity in. You know who it was? You. Because yes. when you came out of your mom and you breathed, you entered a battle. You, you didn't have eyes. You didn't have ear. You didn't have a mind. You didn't have a mouth. You couldn't talk. You didn't have feelings. So how did you win? Because something in you was hidden called eternity. And God said he hid eternity in the hearts of men. And men don't discover it. Here's why we don't discover it. Because we look from the beginning to the end. I'm about to get up out this chair and run. And I, I, when I switched my understanding of the kingdom, I changed how I continued in a battle. See, I keep trying to look for starting to finishing. But God said, in the kingdom of God, I had already finished it before I started it. <laughs> so... That's good. When you, That's good, Bishop. When you came out of your mom, you started time, but you came from timing. So you came fully measured, fully. God does not give his spirit in measure. He gives it in full. I don't care if you as a little baby sitting in the, you're in the crib, but eternity was in that little baby to grow out in time for timing to manifest what God hid inside of you and I. You have no idea. The, you ought to tell four or five people, I want to introduce you to eternity. You know what eternity? is, is now. Eternity is not in your future. You never have a future. You don't have a future. You wake up in the future, you rename it now. That's why now is eternity. Now. You know when you're saved? Now. You know when you're going to be blessed? Now. You know when you're going to be healed? Now. Because you always live in time. You're never going to get yeah, out of it. That's right. See, you're always in the moment. You're always in the moment, and your moment is eternity. Why? God hid eternity in you. That's why the Bible says, Hebrews 11, now Faith is. <laughs> Faith is eternity. Faith is eternal, but it's now. So whatever you're crying about, hell knows that if you want what's in tomorrow, it's how well you subdue in your now. <laughs> That's good, Bishop. What? 
Listen, when you're talking about being just continuing, keep putting one foot press, in front of the other. Yes, to press, to press on to see the, uh, the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. And one of the things that sets us back, um, I like to call them D words, uh, discouragement, despondency, defeat, depression. Yes. Um, and God, uh, Delayment. He, that's, that's right. And oftentimes there are people who get in the way of us uh, keep putting one foot in front of the other. There are right. people that distract us or discourage us. And sometimes those people will will interject a, a yeah. discouraging word right. or they'll say something that causes us to be discouraged. Can you speak to yeah. the naysayers and how we just oh, got to yeah. kick those naysayers to the curb? keep walking. Yeah, you have to understand is that you can't live for people, you live for God. I stopped, li I, I stopped living for the love of God. God told me, stop seeking my love. Why? He said, I love you no matter what you do. I love you if you fall. I love you if you fail. Wow. He said, seek my favor. He said, and if you, wow. he said, and you got to quit living for people, and you got to live for my pleasure. See, and so I learned that all them D's, discouragement, distraction—they're all the voice of feelings. They're people in your world trying to ignite a feeling of discouragement, disappointment, distraction. They're all feelings. See, I got some D words for you. How about decree, demand, and be delivered? <laughs> Declare. <laughs> Nothing moves on the earth until it's declared. Creed. God gave you a law. The law is your mouth. Your mouth is either your deliverer or your defeat. Your mouth, your mouth. See, and so when, a, when something is decreed, it has to move in your future. It doesn't move in your now. It's when, when, when the man told the Roman centurion, said, Jesus, just send the word. What was he telling him? If you decree it, what happened in your now, it will move into my next. See, uh, isn't it interesting that, that Herod made a decree? He said, everybody has to go, uh, the emperor made a decree that said everybody's got to go to their hometown in the Bible to uh, file their census to pay their taxes. And he makes a decree so Mary and Joseph got to pack up their stuff and move from where they are and go to Bethlehem so they could, that's their hometown. But when the king decreed, it put the seed of Jesus in a movement to be in Bethlehem to fulfill the word of God. Because Nothing moves until it's decreed on the earth. And your, con your battle for your future is in the continuing to keep decreeing what God has told you is going to be your future. Stop listening to the naysayer. Listen, every, the word subdue, God said be fruitful, multiply, subdue. Okay? The word subdue means to lean. Baby, where you sit and just kind of lean. Lean. The word subdue means to lean into your, into your chaos. Wow, that's good. And put order to it. <laughs> Decree order to it. So whatever chaos has entered your home, your marriage, your money, your health, I don't care, your children. I'm, I'm fighting a battle for my, ch one of my, ch my children right now. I'm not going to sit here and discuss... I'm going to start decreeing. <laughs> yes. Dis discussing talks about the problem. Decreeing talks to the problem. To the problem, See, yes. I decree and declare right now, everybody watching me right now, your future is gold. Your next season is grandeur, magnificent. Your next season is multiplication. You surviving. I'm going to change COVID-19 into a covenant 19 right now over your house. I speak a covenant 19 anointing in your house right now, not a COVID-19 in Jesus' mighty name. In Jesus' name. Listen, Bishop, 
I'm telling you, my brother, you are amazing. Thank I thank you. God for you. And I thank God for the word that you bring to Babby's house. Thank you. And uh, again, remind us of the, of this book called Survive to Thrive yes. and how we can get it. Yes. Uh, remind us of, about how we can go get more information yeah, about it. Download on my, just go right on my front page, liveit2win.com, liveit2win.com. And right there on the front page, just a free PDF download. Download it. It's yours. You ain't got to do nothing. You got to even fill out any, I won't even, I'm not even asking for your email. I just wanted to pour into you through this, all this pandemic and put something in your hand to help you build your ship. Don't wait for it to come in. Well, listen, Bishop, you're amazing. We love you. We thank God for you. And you are, you are one of those people that we love to follow, and we look forward to seeing you again next time here on Babby's House. Listen, everyone, stick around after this break. We'll be right back with more of Babby's House. Stay with us. Well, my friend, I know you're glad that you tuned into Babby's House today. I'm glad that you tuned in because it makes my heart feel really good to know that you're watching and that you're being blessed by our guests and all the encouraging words that are spoken here on the show. I want to close the show and encourage you with this. One day I, I had a guest over for dinner and, and he was just kind of sitting at the bar there, you know, at the counter uh, watching me cook. I think it was a pot of spaghetti or something and something was going on in my world and I don't know, maybe you've had a situation like I had that day where you just had to vent, you know, you just had to uh, get your feelings out. And, and I was mumbling and I was grumbling. And as I reached into the spice cabinet for the garlic, I was complaining. And I, as I reached in there for the salt, I was just unloading on my friend. And I reached into the cabinet and uh, a bottle, of, a little jar, a little plastic jar of spices fell from the cabinet and onto the floor. And when I picked it up, it was a jar of mustard seed. And when I picked that up, I just burst into laughter because I knew the Lord was telling me not to complain, but to trust, not to unload, but to pray, not to bicker, but to trust him in everything. And I just want to encourage you today from Matthew chapter 17, verse 20, and this is what it says. Um, Jesus said, because of your unbelief, for surely I say to you, if you have faith as a mustard seed, you will say to this mountain, move from here to there, and it will move. So I just want to encourage you today to speak to that mountain, and that mountain will be removed and be cast into the sea. Well, God bless you, my friend, and thank you so very much for watching Babby's House. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May he make his face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you. May he lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. That's my prayer for you until next time. Until then, God bless you and yours real good.